In the year 1924, the son of an immigrant octopus farmer had a vision, a vision of the future. Now in the year 2016, thanks to that man, we have, have him to thank for Cool Ranch Doritos. Meanwhile, we celebrate the 100th episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. Attention planet Earth and beyond. Stay tuned for Attack of the Killer Hello, everyone, and welcome to not just another episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast, but the one, two, three, four, five hundredth episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. Are we sure it's one hundred? Because I know you have a hard time counting. Oh, <laughs> yeah! I stopped counting the episode after I ran out of fingers and toes. So after episode twenty-six, I stopped what? counting. What? <laughs> So, so that's what we got going on. We're going to uh, kind of just reflect and look back at the first hundred years. years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just feels like it. Right? Oh, yeah, especially after tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> Attack of the Killer Podcast. So anyway, before we do that, let's introduce you to the podcast crew. He's been here since the very beginning. And he hopes that one day I'll give him back those pictures so he doesn't have to do the show anymore. Jason Bollinger! Hey! <laughs> Anytime I'll take those pictures. <laughs> I will too. Get it. <laughs> he's the newest member of the show, but it feels like he's been here for years and years and years. John Stalter, everyone. <laughs> Hi, I think. Such a warm welcome. <laughs> He's been called the sexiest beard in podcasting by me, Dustin Neal. <laughs> yes, it's sexy. <laughs> She's obsessed with movies with boobs in them. Oh, wait, that's me. Terry Turford, everyone. Um, hey? Boobs? Yes, I like boobs. And lastly... <laughs> He's the only only crew member who has ever put a restraining order against the rest of us, Justin Bean. <laughs> uh, you are in strict violation of that right now. This is wrong. There's all kinds so of violations going Stop on. Stop looking in my window. <laughs> oh. I don't have pants on. I really don't. I'm, I'm being honest with that right now. I have no pants on. Oh, so I mean I can take mine off? No, I'm sitting right next no. to you. This is my thing, man. Don't fuck with my thing. <laughs> Especially with his pants said. off. <laughs> okay. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Man. Good. Man, it just seems like a hundred episodes ago we started this podcast. <laughs> and now just, just shy of five years ago. Has it been that long? Four years. Four years ago. Four years. Because we're in year starting year five. Got it. Four fucking years ago. Four years. I know, Piven. So we have, we're going to, like I said, we're going to just kind of reflect back. Um, um, we got uh, some extra surprises for everybody out there uh, listening. Um, might play a little bit of Attack of the Killer podcast trivia as we go on. 
But uh, before we get into all of the 100th episode festivities, let's do a little bit of killer news. Now it's time for Killer News. Okay, so Foreman has a question. Is that a question? Only the theme music that just played is the only thing that segued that. <laughs> Firm. Uh, I thought about dropping it because I don't really have much. Um, there is uh, there is a zombie road trip uh, movie coming out called Eat Brains Love. It's based <laughs> off of a novel by Jeff Hart, playing on the. Novel Eats Pray Love, and it's getting turned into a movie because Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, zombies um, told us that that was a good idea. So, have you heard of this book, Terry, at all? I've never heard I of it. I haven't heard of this one. Yeah. So. But I didn't think that Pride and Prejudice and Zombies really did that well in the box office. So. Yeah, that that was sarcasm. Um, oh. It's oh. when you say one thing but you mean another. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's new. That's that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just yeah. I think it's just, it's um. Yeah, Pride and Prejudice zombies did terribly, terrible, terrible. I still didn't get to see it. I know, me neither. That's why I did so bad. We didn't go. <laughs> we didn't go. Those, Where did he go? Those you, two tickets would have made a difference. <laughs> <laughs> they needed that five dollars. And then. The whole reason why I wanted to do Killer News this episode was, was for this next headline, but then when I read the article, I was highly disappointed. Killer Clowns from Outer Space coming to television. What? And it will not be a Marvel tie-in. Uh, okay. Yeah, they really know what we want, don't they? You know what? Let's bring that attack, or, or not, sorry, not attack, but, uh, um, <laughs> listen, listen to me right now. I'm sorry. I will not continue my thought. So go on. Wait, did you even introduce him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he got the sexy, it. sweet beard one. Did anybody else read about this? Yeah, I heard about it. It was uh, the original director, somebody involved with it, wants to, I don't know. Yeah, the Chiodo brothers. So, like, first glance, I'm all excited. I would love it. But then when I actually read the article... It was one of those, like, yeah, the Chiota brothers mentioned that they would like to do this. So I'm like, oh, well, then this was all fuck. This was all pointless to be reading this. So like, they, because, in passing, said something. Oh, so let's jump all over it. Well, apparently they were on the movie Crypt, so I got a new episode of that to download. And um, they said that they're in works on trying to develop it for television or something along those lines. But god damn it, they've been trying to develop something else with Killer Clowns for since the first movie came out. They've been wanting to do a sequel. You know, what was it like five or six years ago? We talked to them and they talked about doing a three. They were it was in the process of becoming a three D movie. I mean, you know, and that's awesome. It's great that they. I'm glad that they still have the, all the passion for it and they they are really really trying to do something, but. Just really was really bummed out to find out that this was just like a, a, a passing conversation, and it became a freaking news story that was in my Facebook feed. Was it by chance bloody disgusting? I'm not going to share my sources, but yes. 
Oh, okay. Because they are notorious for releasing articles like that. Like, I ran into him and he said, yeah, maybe. And then they'll put their clickbait yeah. article up and it would be like, yes, Halloween is being made and John Carpenter is returning. You know, like, that's the kind of shit they put on their headline. And then it's like, that's yeah, John Carpenter would love Halloween. Them. Yeah. Yeah, they're clickbait now, pretty much. And yeah. I don't, I, yeah, not a fan. Yeah. I just saw another one too, but I can't remember what it was. But it was a speculation of this bullshit. <laughs> like, I saw something about a Jacob's Ladder remake, I think. That actually supposedly Super. is happening. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> They've already cast the main character, and I'm sure he's a fine actor. I mean, I've seen him and stuff, but uh, why remake that movie? I don't know. I, don't know. I yeah. just watched that movie. And that's a good. Uh, so yeah, that's all I had for killer news. Anybody else have anything? Um, because I'm a nerd, I want to bring up that today, well, as the, as of now, when we're recording this episode, yeah. it is the 20th anniversary of the first Resident Evil, and that is a huge deal for me, because about six months after it came out, my friend loaned the the game to me, and it changed my life suddenly became really interested in horror movies because every article I've read mentioned, you know, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and stuff like that. So I'm like, hey, I need to find these. And ever since then, I've been a horror freak. Awesome. So, so Resident Evil really... Resident Evil and George Romero, obviously, uh, are yeah. the reasons why I'm so into horror. So, I mean, today, in a weird way, is a very, very important day for me. And I mean, Resident Evil's been one of my favorite games ever since then. Which so, fa- which favorite of, of the game franchise? Oh, two. Hands yes, two. yes. Two will always be the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I like I do end up liking all of them for various reasons. But two is by far my favorite, two and is, I'm excited for the remake. Two is not only my favorite of the Resident Evil franchise, it's probably in the top five favorite games of all time for me. Oh, yeah. It the yep. it was so unique for the time, having the two two discs, the two different, you know, uh, lines that would overlap and all that stuff. Oh, it's just such a great idea. I mean, and it guys, is... you could beat the games quickly, but that, you know, you wanted to beat them quickly so you could unlock Hunk and Tofu, if you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, there, it's yeah, you could beat them in a couple hours, but that was part of the fun, like trying to race through that, like speed running before you know speed running was cool. Man, <laughs> I couldn't beat that game in a couple of hours. That took me like weeks and months. Like yeah, I was same here. Yeah. sweating I, as I was playing that game. I think on my memory card on the GameCube version, I still have one more run through, and I unlock Tofu. I think is the last one. But that's from like 10 years ago, and there's no way I can do it now. It's been so long. Gosh. Yeah, Resident Evil truly changed my my uh, my life. I, I can't imagine life without it. So I, it's amazing that it's 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, great game franchise. The movies, not so much. First yeah. one's all right. Second one, second one's basically the third game. Yeah. But after that, I stopped. I stopped trying to pay attention. I mean, I'm. The, the games themselves are totally out there when it comes to storyline, but for some reason, it just didn't translate well into the movies. Like, they just seemed ridiculous and convoluted. Yeah. Even 
even though the games were. But yeah, I don't know. Something about the games just made it fun to be so outrageous. Totally, totally. Totes. Totes. Well, maybe there's one more uh, bit of killer news. Okay. Which is really a continuation slash fresh perspective since Dustin's here. Oh, yeah. Mm. Ghostbusters trailer. Ghostbusters trailer. You being such a big Ghostbusters fan. We were all curious. We've been dying to uh, get your perspective Uh, on the Ghostbusters trailer, sir. Well, I was happy that they finally uh, released something Something. about it. Yeah, (laughs) after all the years of of bloody disgusting it. Yeah, bloody disgusting it. Yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty much the worst. Um, But either way, uh, like we were discussing earlier, I had watched the trailer. And I was pretty pumped uh, that it was that it had came out, but I was indifferent after watching it. Um, and I've watched it, I think, like literally a hundred times since it's been released, and just <laughs> trying to decipher, you know, what's going to happen. Um, I've already, I, I, I got so pissed off. <laughs> at the trailer after you know so after I started to dissect it which I should not um, but first thing I won't get into too much but it's it's an awful trailer um, it's it's everything that uh, makes a trailer bad uh, gosh I um, it is it is so disgusting by the end of the trailer it, you, it just makes you so angry as a, as a Ghostbuster fan. Um, why? Yeah, just why? With all of the... <laughs> well, first of all, uh, I want to say that I, I am not... Um, I'm not in no way disappointed that they are all women. To me, that's that's excellent. That's that's a great thing. They, uh-huh. they, they, sh- they should all get an all-women. That's women. what they all say. And see, and the, then I get a lot of shit like that. But the one, the one thing is you've got like the the, the cliche trailer bullshit that's happening. Um, first of all, the beginning of the trailer says there were four scientists. They were not four scientists. There were three scientists, and Ernie Hudson was uh, everyday working man Joe off the street. So that you know at the, at the beginning, and, and then I don't understand the beginning of the trailer where it's like. It, 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 because they mentioned the four scientists, is is this not a reboot? Is this take place in the same universe? So really, the trailer is just playing at our nostalgia with that, and so I, we do, I still don't know what's going to happen if if it even does take place in the same universe. Um, the the, um, the big uh, black woman that is in the movie, she has all the cliche lines that you know is like the token black person line, which is just. It, it, disgusting. Like I said, the end of the trailer is just is just the worst. It 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 makes me so angry just thinking about it. <laughs> I I I don't know what the movie's gonna be. I don't know how it's gonna be. But they Sony has released quite possibly the worst trailer uh, of all time with this, and it, it's it's playing like on our uh, people who have seen it nostalgia, and, and it's. Um, trying to rope in people who don't know the I mean they're doing they're doing everything right I guess but the backlash has been so incredibly 
bad that um, I went ahead and just dug as deep as I could and read about what happens in the movie. And um, why? Uh, <laughs> I had to. I had oh to know. I had to know. And uh, no, you didn't. Well, you know, it, the trailer was to me. Like I said, the trailer was so bad that I, I just, I just okay. did it anyway. And we discussed this the last time we were talking about this. Like, you got to keep in mind that someone probably completely unrelated to this movie was paid millions of dollars to make this trailer, and they just pieced together all of the funny, weird parts that they thought would appeal to a wide range of people. Like, right, yeah, and I completely agree. Like I said, they released the worst trailer ever for this for this movie. I mean, if you, com- if you watch a comparison of the first Ghostbusters trailer to this one, I mean, you'll see a much better trailer, obviously. But I mean, there's just the, it's, it's, uh, I, I have, I had a whole bunch of things that I wanted to say about this and I did, I just completely threw them out the window. I just, <laughs> so, I'm just keep thinking about how bad it looks. But like I said, the one thing that makes me angry because I, I know what happens now. I know what happens in the movie. Oh, and see, you did I, that. <laughs> I did that. Your yeah. Fault. <laughs> well, because there was nothing for me as a huge Ghostbusters fan. I felt like there was nothing to lose. Like I seen the trailer. I know it was a shitty trailer. Um, if there if there was a better one, I probably wouldn't have done it. But just sawing what I saw, what I know is in the movie, what or may, may or may not be in the movie. But uh, I I just went and and read what happens, and it yeah, it's uh, well I won't ruin. I'm not gonna ruin it. Well, I know you guys want to see. I kind I kind of know not. what you're talking about too a little bit. So. We might have to discuss things separately. You, you say that there's nothing to lose, but what you've lost by doing that is the awesome experience you could have with a potentially really fun movie. Like no. you ruined it for yourself. <laughs> no, no I re- but Terry, I read what happens. Well, that's... I know what happens. And I had no way in reading it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what if it would have been something, you know what I mean? Like... There's well, no, there's no sense in doing that. But whatever, just don't ruin it for me because I want to no, go and have fun not, watching it. And, and, and if you guys, uh, I, I, and I'm, and I'm going to be a total dickhead here and say that I'm going to go see it too, because I want to see, I want to, I, I kind of want to see the train wreck that happens, and I, I want to be able to, to, to say what can be better and and how to make it, make it better, um, man. Yeah, the, the, if you just go online and read all the production notes and all the things that happened during the filming, it's it's really disheartening and it it made me kind of sad. And um, knowing that it was just it was just a a waste of time. But no, I'll go see it with you guys, and maybe sometime I can. I want to see it with you. <laughs> <laughs> you sound just like the lady from the trailer. Oh hell no! Oh. <laughs> I'll go watch it by myself. Screw you. Does, well, does anybody have, I imagine I'm I'm the only one here. John, maybe. Like, am I the only one that just was kind of disgusted by the whole thing? I wasn't disgusted by it. And I, I'm going to be the only one that says this because everybody's like, practical effects, practical effects. I like the look of the ghosts. Oh, yeah. I'll Damn it, you. Yeah. 
And people are like, well, they just look like shitty video games. I'm like, actually, I thought they looked pretty good. I just like that style, the, the blue and white kind of thing going on. And I, felt, I thought they looked cool. And that's one of the reasons why I'm willing to see it. Because the ghosts don't look like complete balls to me. So... I did hear a lot of people comparing it to Scooby-Doo ghosts. Ghost balls. <laughs> <laughs> we have much to discuss. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, Scooby-Doo ghosts. That... I could see that, but I mean, I'm I'm willing to give it a shot because who knows? I there might be some jokes in there that I find hilarious. There were a couple in the trailer that I thought were pretty funny. Not like the funniest thing I'd ever heard, but I mean, I chuckled. I liked parts of it, so I'm I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm trying not to be so harsh on uh, reboots, remakes, except for the Martyrs remake that just pl- flat out sucks. But uh, yeah, I'm but, willing to give um, it a shot. I mean, we don't even know what this is yet, technically, right? From, I thought I heard something that it's uh, in an alternate universe. Okay. Which well, because like the tra- the trailer at the beginning makes it feel like that it's in the, that it it's in the same universe just years later, but then we, yeah. but then you get a feel from the trailer and the stuff they're doing in the trailer that is all new. That it is all new. Like they're the ones it's, that are discovering yeah. this technology and all that. And That's, I I will yeah. say this, I I appreciate the fact that they um kind of it sounds like they're um at least there was a line in the trailer that caught my attention as far as um uh trying to put a little more rationality behind why all of a sudden there's ghosts everywhere and it wasn't a thing before. Like they, there was some comment made about somebody making making these ghosts come about, and I know you got the whole like Gozer and, and Zool thing and all that, but it just it, it always you you can kind of like say with the first film. I mean, and I guess you don't really, you know, the movie's solid enough. You don't really need the explanation, really. But it just it goes from like these guys hunting ghosts to all of a sudden there's ghosts everywhere in New York, and they have plenty to do. So. So I appreciate that they're probably going. That it sounds like they're going to explain that a little bit in a different way, as far as why all of a sudden there's ghosts about. And I get it. Like it was. It was tough. It was. They do explain it. Yeah. And it was tough. I get it. It It's tough at first, you know, to turn my turn my love for the first movie off when watching the trailer. But uh, you know, it's the whole remake thing. You know, it's just a matter of like. It's just, to me, it's just another. It's just another movie that just happens to have the name Ghostbusters. So, um, you know, I'm still willing to check it out, give it a shot. I like I like those uh, female comedians in the trailer. Yeah, so. it's so great cast. And, and um, you know, Mike, <clears throat> I, I to put it into perspective, I guess for you maybe, um, and we might talk about this a little bit later because it's one of my favorite memories. Um, from the show, and maybe this will be a good segue, but um, when you and Jason uh, boycotted uh, um, <laughs> a Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake by going and seeing it, uh, that's what I'm going to be doing. And no way am I going to enjoy this movie. And I don't know if you were here just a little bit ago, Mike, but I've already read what happens. I already know what happens in the movie and and, and know the ending and everything. And, oh, my. Uh, so um, I'm going to go see it anyway. Just so I can see how we can we can make a better Ghostbusters and 
you know, and I guess go to see it to support it. To maybe we could get a sequel because eventually, just like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, even if you don't like which I do, the first two remakes, you get that really awesome Texas Chainsaw two, and or, or, right the. Mm-hmm. The one that um, go get him, cause that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. People which is, like that one. I love that Texas awesome. Chainsaw I, I 3D. That was. I like oh. all of those, but I got a feeling if we didn't do so well on those uh, remakes, yeah. we wouldn't have got that one. You do have and, a Yeah. And I and I'll go see the Ghostbusters to maybe hey maybe at some point in time we'll get that Texas Chainsaw Ghostbusters. Sure. So that's how I see it. I know I'm not gonna like it, but. I mean, you know, I'll support it because it's because uh, see, I have to. They know it. They got me. <laughs> <laughs> they got me. <clears throat> cool. All right. Well, there's that, and that was a nice attempt there to segue um, into tonight's topic of uh, our memories of the show. But I'm not going to start there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> So that is actually a good place to start. What is our fondest memories of of, uh, of Attack of the Killer podcast? Um, it's pretty fucking vague. <laughs> yeah, 100 episodes later, yeah. Yeah, it is, uh, it is a little vague. Well, I mean, Some things never change. <laughs> <laughs> well, has there ever been just like a moment that has always stood out to you? Jason, in doing the show? Um, I mean, there's a particular episode I remember fondly because it was so different from all the other episodes. Yeah. Um, and it was awesome in so many ways, yet it was maddening in so many ways. But <laughs> I can't remember which part of the Halloween episode it was, but the time where we oh, were in yeah. Perkins for like 17 hours. <laughs> you were there, Justin, and I was. And it was so weird because we're just at a fucking table in the middle of the night, us and Flyboy, and yeah, and we're just uh, so there's just fucking plates and silverware clanking for four hours. <laughs> and the and the cool thing that was special for me that I remember is that uh, Fly, we got to talk to Daniel Ferens, the director of Halloween Part 6, which is... The writer. Writer. Yeah. Right. The writer of 6, who, which is Flyboy's favorite Halloween, and if you know Flyboy's pro- one of the biggest Halloween fans of all time, it's ridiculous. I, lo- I love yeah. Halloween 6. And... Paul Rudd. And Justin pulls some strings <laughs> and just, just call Daniel up for the Halloween retrospective, and Flyboy got to... To interview him, and we'd done conventions before, probably, but this was this was different than just mm-hmm. talking to a celebrity. This was hanging out and interviewing a celebrity for a podcast, and I just, for me, it was extra fun because I just I know Flyboy, and I I know when he gets wound up and excited, and <laughs> I don't think he breathed or blinked for that time <laughs> that Daniel was on the show. And just to this day, I know that's got to be one of his fondest memories of the show, if not, like, life ever, because it was a big deal for him. And oh. and so it was, I 
God, we were just we were in that fucking restaurant forever. Oh yeah. I mean hours. Just yeah. talking <laughs> Halloween shit. Well, was it it was probably close to Halloween too and so it was it cool was. hanging out with everybody and Yeah. Because we did a two parter and that was our our first big Halloween event. So we kind of year blew one. our load yeah. in year one. We're talking episodes uh ten and eleven. That's how old those are. Where episode wow. ten we discussed we we discussed in detail um one through five of the Halloween films and then in episode eleven we did six all the way through um, Rob Zombie's Halloween two, all in I mean, detail. You know, just like our thoughts on them, our favorite moments, and just uh, and that one. Well, that whole night was awesome anyway because we we went up there um, yeah. to see Halloween on the big screen. Yeah, um, that Justin put together and. And that was fun. You got to dress up as Michael Myers. Who, I, no, it was somebody, but he was terrifying. Oh, yeah, Michael Myers. I'm sorry. Michael Myers was there. Yep. yep. Stalking people. <laughs> that theater was fun and cool. And huge, biggest snack bar I've ever freaking seen. <laughs> and, um, Justin got Halloween on the big screen again. Yeah. And just being there and supporting him with that and everything. Yeah. And, and then... The night wasn't over. We just go to Perkins and decide to record the second half of the podcast. So insane, crazy, crazy. Um, I would probably also ranks up there as the weirdest location we've ever recorded uh, the show. Yeah, I kind of like it for the atmosphere, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was a fun one to listen to, and I was, I remember going through listening to that one. Definitely lots of clanking and whatnot, but it <laughs> was there a lot of, of the, Can I get some all, more water over here? It was part of the flavor of the yeah. episode. It was nice. It was a nice little change of pace there. Definitely. Just, I still wonder to this day what the wait staff thought. <laughs> I'm just glad they were cool with it. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm no, sure we no. didn't tip worth the shit for all that time we were there. <laughs> probably not. There's yes. probably shift changes. <laughs> yeah. There probably there. was. <laughs> we were there forever. <clears throat> but that's one of my fondest yeah. memories. That's great, Jason. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's a good one. Um, Terry, what about you? Oh. Well, one of my favorite memories was, um, I think it was the Franchise Fever episode, where we um, we just went into all these crazy scenarios of these of these uh, sequels and franchises oh, yeah. that never were, and we made up our own, like, weird, <laughs> like, Monster Squad, and I don't even, God, I can't even remember, yeah, I wish I, I, I should have gone through and listened to all of it again. We just made up all these crazy sequels that never were, and I remember the Monster Squad one. That was that was pretty epic. Yeah, where we uh, the this time the kids are fighting like eighties the eighties monsters like Freddy and Jason. And oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bruce Campbell was the old guy. And- oh yeah, yeah. We were fighting like all the eighties eighties horror guys instead of the classic. Horror. Yeah. We should still make that movie. I think Which is should. our classic horror. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 Be amazing. Oh my god. Why is that not a thing? <laughs> it needs to be. Uh. Would Leatherface be like Frankenstein in that movie? Would he be like the guy that takes a little girl and 
Until he eats the little girl. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you have one that could be the sympathetic character that teams yeah. up with the Monster Squad. Maybe Jason. Maybe Jason. Yeah, maybe. Because Jason's never killed a kid. You know? Yeah. I, I was One of the first um, Friday movies I saw ever saw was Part 6. Uh, which is still... Which ends up being one of my favorites. But... Um, so I still didn't have a full knowledge of the entire backstory of Jason. Um, and so I often, I always wondered what was going on in those scenes where he's in the cabin with the children and that little girl like wakes up and he's standing over her bed and, and she, you know, she starts doing the prayer or whatever and then, and then he's gone. But like he, he is in that cabin with the kids at least a couple times, but never touches any of the children. Like, nobody ever escapes Jason's wrath, especially in that movie, but, like, the children ended up always being safe, and all he does is just kind of stare at her for a little bit. So I don't know if, if it's, like, a reflection, you know, like, because as we learn in part two, you know, you can easily trick Jason just by putting on the sweater and claiming to be his mom. So I don't know if, like, he had some kind of connection with the children because he still saw himself as that... That poor lost boy that uh, um, that drowned in the lake and just yearning for his mother's love and all that. I don't know. Maybe I'm but, reading too much into it. But, but did Leatherface well, was... ever kill children? No, but there's never been any children put in that. I mean, he had he had a, a little sister in uh, three. That was his daughter. Or his daughter, whatever. Yeah. Probably sister slash daughter. Probably, yeah, you're a good point. <laughs> good point. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe old Bubba would have a softie for the kids. I think team you up. Would. I think you would. Yeah. Better than a hearty. Oh, He's got no. a girlfriend. Oh, He's got it. Bubba's got a girlfriend. Bubba's got a new friend. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was one of... And I don't even... What else did, did we do dead heat or something we had a couple of different scenarios running right, yeah. Yeah. the dead heat yeah yeah, yeah it was awesome. that must have been mike that had to have been mike <laughs> oh my god who the fuck wants that <laughs> we all do world uh yeah just kidding i'm just kidding it's the most amazing thing it made my mom's period start again <laughs> yeah it's a big idea right there one of my favorite moments of a Tacular Killer podcast is when Justin says that it started his mom's period again. That just happened. <laughs> that just happened. That's as far back as I can remember about the show, to be honest. Gee. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Justin, what about you? Fond, fondest memory of a Tacular Killer podcast? Hmm. Two things come to mind. The first is before we even had the show. Yeah. Because what not a lot of people may know or remember, I don't know that we ever really even discussed it. I mean, maybe beyond the first episode or so, was that this was born out of us hanging out in a Taco John's. Taco John's. I knew it was coming. (laughs) After hours. After we had a film group meeting in Iowa City that we do once a month called IDFG, Iowa Digital Film, Makers what is it, Mike? Yeah, um, Filmmakers Guild. Yep. And and so what we would do is we have the meeting would end like maybe nine or whatever the 
library closed. Then we go to Taco Bell in Coralville and set up shop, essentially, meaning order tacos, and just sit <laughs> and just just go, just like gush about film for hours and hours to the point where they would close the restaurant down. They would lock the, they would kick us out, lock the door. We'd be in the parking lot, like, okay, well, we got to go. We go outside, and then we're in the freezing fucking cold for another hour or two, just standing and still talking about this stuff. Like, it, I had never met people with such passion and so many, so many warm-hearted memories of all the same things that I love. And that's when a lot of things were cemented for me, from my relationship with you guys, my friendship, which mm-hmm. is so treasured to this show and onward and onward beyond that. I mean, so much happened during that time. It's an incredible moment in time, I can say for myself, and I think for all of us. And so the origin of this show was before the show was even a show. And I don't remember when, do you, Mike, what was the origin of the actual podcast coming about? I think it was you, wasn't it? It, it you was, said something? Yeah. I mean, we had just started listening. Oh, sorry, I'm not Mike. No, please. No, but like... <laughs> uh, we just started uh, listening to uh, how did this get made? Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. it's like, and because of that, of those hours and hours and hours of Taco John's, I think it was literally just like, guys, we should just be recording this. We're doing all this yeah. talking anyway. That's totally what it was. Yeah. <laughs> we should, might as well just record it and mm-hmm. turn it into a show. Be good. Which, oh, is, man, which is perfect. It. It's the perfect format. It's the absolutely <laughs> perfect format, and, and literally. That's all that it's been. And I can't speak for since I sort of like have been so crazy with other stuff and you guys have continued. I mean, I think I've been on a third of the shows you did, you've done. But the, the, it really felt every, every time we logged in, which always was such an exciting thing for me anyway, every week, such a highlight, we would get on there and it was the exact same thing. And so these shows are marathon. They're like, endurance races for us <laughs> and for everyone who's listening where we would be going for three four five hours about yeah. this stuff it'd be like two in the morning and we're going to bed and i'm getting up to go to work the next day but it was awesome it was so treasured and really special so that is my ultimate favorite memory is how this thing was born and those early conversations outside of that um yeah, that's why the I, description has always been five friends who love horror movies. Because it yeah. is that simple. Sorry. Go yeah, lo- lovely concept. Well, no, I'll just leave it there for now. I mean, maybe something else will crop up later, but I'll leave it there for now. That is so cool. And I love that, that was that's the tagline in the show because that's precisely what it is. There's nothing pretentious about it. There's nothing staged. And it's it's completely unrehearsed and raw, and it still is that to this day. And that's 100 episodes of that heart. And that's amazing. So kudos to you guys for continuing to carry the torch to everyone who's been on the show in the past and who's currently on the team, everyone who's involved. Just such an amazing institution now in horror <laughs> podcasting. Well, 100, 50 episodes is tough. 20 is tough. Mm-hmm. 100? <laughs> Most shows don't get there. Every yeah. two weeks, we never missed one. Never missed, Every, never missed a date, yeah. Good job, guys. Woo! It's been some times we've cut it Has, close. Hasn't been easy. <laughs> but, uh, John, what about you? You're being the, the newest member. 
What's that? I'm noobs. I'm just noobs. honored that you guys even asked me to be on the show as a guest. I mean, it's well, it'll be a year in May that Jason just randomly messaged me out of the blue, like, "Hey, want to be a guest on the podcast?" It wasn't like, random. I had a file on you for years. <laughs> We've just been you've been watching me just through been the window, vetting you this whole time. Yeah, and, that's, and that's okay. That's okay. You know, if you like watching me in the shower. That's fine. It is. Somebody has fun. to. But uh. But yeah, I mean, it was it was awesome that you guys you know asked me to be on the show just as a guest in the beginning, and of course the first episode I did was one of my favorite topics, New York horror movies. I mean, Jesus okay. Christ, couldn't have picked a better one to be on. <laughs> um, but then yeah, I mean, you know, you guys kept having me, and the next thing you know, I'm a I'm a full member now, and that's it's been a huge honor. I've, it's been nice getting to know everybody. Um, and all the guests that we've had. I mean, it's been nice, really nice getting to know Justin. I mean, he lives like 10 minutes away from me, so there's no excuse. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been really, it's, it's been a great experience. And I mean, I've, I've enjoyed every episode that I've been on. I mean, my favorite probably was the slasher episode because, you know, I'm such a huge slasher fan. Yeah. Uh, just of all varieties. I mean, the ones that are actually scary to the ones that are just plain old fucking nasty to the ones that are just, the worst thing you've ever seen in the entire world. <laughs> Satan's Blade! Um, uh. Yeah, see, he gets it. He knows. He still fucking spent $20 on that on Blu-ray, but hey, whatever. It looks good, <laughs> sort of. I bought, I bought Killer Workout that just came out, and I instantly regretted it. Like, five minutes into it, I'm like, fuck. That's why I haven't like, so my copy yet. <laughs> I still have, I would have given you mine, brother. I still have my VHS, and I'm like, and I always thought, like, man, that one looks so, like, clean and neat on the shelf. And it's because I never watched it. It was such a lame movie. But these movies, they, they tug at our heartstrings. There's something that nostalgia is, is like kryptonite for us, and it cripples us. And so we see these things come out, and all of a sudden, I remember that poster or that video cover. Exactly. I think I loved that. Bye. <laughs> Bye, bye, and then yep. it shows up, and you're like, "Oh, I just remembered the cover being cool." Dead Pit <laughs> fucking sucks. I love Dead Pit. I mean, Killer Workout fucking sucks. <laughs> but that's why I mean, slashers for me, that's that's part of my my childhood. It was stuff that I could I could hold it in my hand, and I could look at the cover, and I'd be like, "I want to see this," but I you know wouldn't see it for almost thirty some years. Whether it sucks or not, I don't care. I still, I, as a as a collector and in a weird historian, you know what I mean. Like I want to have as many slashers as I can, whether sure. they suck or not. But I mean, I, I I bought so many movies just because of the cover. Like we've talked about Killer Party. That's yeah. one of my oh, favorite I love that. covers I love that ever. Movie. I love that movie. And yeah, and it ends up being totally amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, for every time that happens, there's like thirty that it doesn't. But, I don't know, although Death Spa was pretty fucking awesome, if you've ever seen I that. I love Death Spa. Oh, my God. And it's not just I because Ted Boris in it. It's actually <laughs> just a fun movie. But it's one of those movies that's just so ridiculous sounding, and the cover is so ridiculous, especially the covers from back. It's like, I have to own that. And I like the fact that I get to talk about stuff like this all the time with the, the people that more or less understand it that actually care somewhat about the same thing as me, whether they like it or not. I mean, they, they're willing to listen to what I have to say about the shitty slashers that I love. And, uh, I've, I've really enjoyed being on the episodes. Uh, it's, it's been a huge honor. 
and some of my friends actually listen. Hi, Brian. Another <laughs> shout out. Brian gets all the shout outs. Because he he's the only one that duck. fucking listens. Yeah. And if your friends he, knew that, they that they could get shout outs, they should listen. Exactly, but they suck. But they have to listen to know that they need to listen. <sighs> yeah, it, it's a vicious cycle. But uh, it's 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 been a huge honor being on the show. There's just been lots of good episodes that I've been on, and I I look forward to being on more. It's, it's just all fun, and I love doing the commentaries with you guys. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, we love having you. Thank you. <clears throat> What about you, Dustin? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, probably my, my favorite moment is probably the, the entire first show that I was on. Um, <laughs> because I was a fan turned member. And my first episode, I was not a member. I was just a guest. And I knew that I was going <clears throat> to be on the show for uh, about a week. And it was the Killer Doll episode, so I am I am fucking hitting the books hard. I'm like on IMDb. I'm watching all the Killer Doll episodes, which most uh, that we talked about I had already seen. So I was like, I'm good on this. I'm writing down stuff. I'm getting it. I just I'm I'm, I'm totally getting in the zone for this episode. And still to this day, I go back and listen to that episode. And if the fans that are listening, if you go back and listen to Killer Dolls, I do not know what the number episode is right off the top of my head. But if you go back and listen to that, you will. We rattle off so many 12. movies. No, episode I, twelve. I mean, is it twelve? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm like, we talked about more than twelve movies. I think we, and I don't know. And we, I have to listen to it again to count how many. But we, we get through a lot, which. Not to say anything bad about our show, we typically don't get through a lot of movies. We, you know, we 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 just get so in depth. But I remember I was so psyched up for that episode, and um, that was John Sullivan's first show as well. Right. And, yeah. Um, so if John, you're listening, Aww, you know, you reminisce about this as well. Um. Uh. So it was Killer Dolls, and. It was just me and John and Mike and Jason. <laughs> it was just us. And um, for those of you who have been listening to the beginning, it was usually always typically Mike and Jason, Joe Zarrell, and Justin. So um, the full I, – I, I was expecting the full crew when I got on. And, you know, unfortunately the other guys couldn't make it. So – I was like my my nervous level was like at a hundred had went down to like fifty you know a little bit because I was still nervous because I was gonna be recorded and I didn't know how this was gonna work you know I never used Skype and you know it was just it like I said we we rattle off so many damn movies in that one because I I think mostly because I was nervous and <laughs> just trying to get through you know we talk a little bit um, about. Uh, uh, you know uh, everything. We just went through everything, and um, I, I I just kind of left it all out there, and and uh, you know that like I said, that whole entire episode, going back and listening to it, I thought well after I had recorded it, they're like, well I was a a a, a fucking retard, uh, <laughs> so I, I'm gonna have to. And then I listened to it, I'm like, oh well I didn't do too bad. And then I listened to it again, I'm like, wow this is a really good episode. People should listen to Killer Dolls. So that whole entire episode for me is one big 
great moment. Um, and I know that's probably cheating because it's not a specific moment. Oh, so no. I'll give one more ever thing because I did touch on this at Killer News um, when Mike and Jason were talking about boycotting the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. And, you know, you guys, you guys were dogging it pretty hard. And I'm not sure if this was Ed Gein episode or maybe a remake episode. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe you guys will be able to refresh my memory. But you guys, Jason and Mike, are dogging it pretty hard. And Justin's over here in the corner getting kind of pissed off. <laughs> and, uh, well, there were I, there were a couple of remake episodes. There were like two in a row of remakes, and there was an Ed Gein episode like right after that. Not too. And long, it might so. have been on that one. I'm not for sure. I know that uh, it was not an episode that I was that had a lot of knowledge on, and um, but I did at this point um, have knowledge on on the movies. They were talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remakes and. Like I said, Justin and Mike are really hitting it hard, and they're just like, you know, it sucks, it's stupid, why do you got to fucking do this? And and Justin just comes out of nowhere, and he's just like, can we fucking talk about the issue? You know, can we talk about <laughs> can we talk about the movie? What what is your actual problem with the movie? And things things got real, guys. Like it got real. And Did it, it really? It was, yeah, things got. Real. And the the podcast crew divided, and I said in the episode it parted like the red fucking sea. Like you know, it was just like you, the the tension, yes. was the highest that I've ever remembered it being on the on the show, and yeah. it was it was just excellent, and it made for it made for a good show. I know that you know when you're in those situations, things can be like, man, this you know, we're, you're not arguing, you're having a a debated discussion that is you know, in depth, and and it it got it got real there for a while. And the tension, in, it, the tension is so high, and and Justin asks Flyboy, uh, Stephen Tracy, which I forgot to mention, he was obviously on the, on the original crew. St- he asked Stephen Tracy a question um, about why horror fans are the way they are, and and Stephen Tracy says something that just cracked everybody up. That took us. That was like horror fans were the most opinionated assholes. You know, he just, he just says, "Yeah, yep. And the tension went from like a hundred to zero, and it was just, it was just a great moment, I think, for the show. And I think it really showed that, even though uh, we we do joke around on here a lot, and what? you know, nah, what? <laughs> but it showed our it showed our range that we, we we are very passionate, even you know, even if one of us does not like something that the other one you know likes a lot. That we are still very passionate about the genre and about horror, and that we're just not a a one dimensional uh, show. So I mean, it, it th- that was that was probably my f- favorite moment uh, besides the whole entire show of Killer Dolls. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Dustin, yeah. that was amazing, dude. <laughs> yeah, I totally remember those remake episodes. Like, I, th- I feel like Joe Zerrell was very. Anti opinionated. Well, go figure. <laughs> I I do recall those at, for sure, for sure, for sure. Wow, it's funny you bring up Joe Terry because I have a very special surprise for you all. What? We have a phone message here from our very own lost podcaster Joe Zerl, Everybody. What? So let's take a listen to that real quick. 
Hey guys, this is Joe Zero. Congratulations on a hundred episodes. If you probably come into half hour chunks, you probably have like four hundred episodes by now. But uh a few things that I I guess uh highlights of a long time ago when I was on there was uh probably when Mike mispronounced the director's name over and over again until he called him out on it. Or Jason putting together a five minute or ten minute long intro for the wizard segment. That was that was a good time. I do miss just hanging out and talking about movies, talking about making movies mostly. Uh just going to those meetings and stuff. But um you guys uh keep it up and good luck. Hope you have another hundred. Oh thanks that, Joe. That was awesome of Joe to call oh, in, Joe. Man. I hate you still. I hate you. Still you fucking irritant, you son of a bitch. The only thing we still agree on is Kurt Russell. Outside of that, you can die. Actually, you know what, Joe? Outside of him dying, I when I was doing the Sleepaway Camp Blu-ray, I called Joe, and he did the... Because I, I love the credit sequence for um, Cadaver Christmas. And I called him up to do the opening credit thing for the Sleepaway Camp documentary that I did. And he did this... He's like, yeah, give me like three hours or something and I'm like what, <laughs> what? it takes and then, three weeks and then an email and an email shows up and I'm like that's fucking amazing like okay and my only note for him on it was less dick like uh-huh. don't show don't show the dick he's like well dude it's fucking sleepaway camp and I'm like listen Joe this I need less show. dick we, we can't just have this be a complete spoiler <laughs> I didn't just want to dig in there. So anyway, so he went back and fixed it real quickly, and that was that. And I'm like, what do you want for it? And he goes, nothing, man. I'm just happy to help. I'm like, Joe, you are fucking amazing. And let me say, he is still making great films. He's done some shorts, and he's done some things that are fantastic. So all my best to Joe. We love Super Joe. love for that guy. I miss the hell out of him. Cheers to that guy that I've never met. <laughs> but are a big fan of. Oh yeah, From, I love oh, yeah. Christmas. Cadaver Jesus Christmas Christ, that awesome. movie rules. Yeah. See, couldn't go without talking about Joe without mentioning that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that a bad thing? No. no. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just there was many an episode he may have gotten shit from you and everyone about. Oh yeah. Continually. It was a re- reoccurring <laughs> thing. <laughs> I could I could not give that guy for Christmas every time you guys always. I could not give him enough shit. That was fantastic. I love that. (laughs) And I think you know I've always wondered. And again, he was helpful in my sleepaway thing and all that. And we've messaged here and there, and I've seen a few things that he's made since then. But I always wondered in the back of my head if maybe that sort of resonated with him, like (laughs) because we seemed I was playing a character kind of. I was like, obviously we were goofing around the whole time and having fun. But there's a, I mean, I think that might get tiresome after a while if someone's constantly digging into you. But then he would throw it back at me, too. Did you guys feel that way, too? Like it was really. Oh, sure, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. all right. Justin, Good. what you don't know is he's left the business. There's a reason and why he's, he's given no up. longer doing things. Yeah. That's pretty sure it's because of you. <laughs> you know what? That is enough to end my night. So I'm going to say goodbye to you guys. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I'm going nowhere. <laughs> Fuck Joe. I'm glad he's out of the business back. if he is. It's, like, it's all about John now and it's sexy sex right. beer, right? Oh, John, John, John.
The new reason I don't download episodes. Oh. oh. Ouch. Oh. <laughs> hey, that's all right. Episodes. I love you, John. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> That's been a nice, you know, like think about the people that have, like the relationships that have been born and cemented out of this show. That there are people, I think that all of us are closer because of it. Some relationships oh, yeah. that might have been a little distant before really sort of came together with that. Mm-hmm. And even though Joe's off doing his own thing, I mean, he's still very much a part of the. Oh, I got to know Joe better than ever because of it. Because of the show, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all did you before the uh, show, so we're really close now. Yeah. Well, I knew Jason, sort of. Sort of. (laughs) I I still remember meeting Joe for the first time, you know, at at the Cedar Rapids Independent Film Festival. I did, too. Um, It's great. When Cadaver Christmas was playing, and, you know, I been to so many independent film festivals that and i had never seen a movie that made me want to make a point to see the second showing of it you know it it played twice and you know i was determined to see it a second time like that movie that movie was right up my alley all the way and so i had to i had to talk to the guy who made it yeah another thing you don't always do very you know yeah easily so like, I'm fucking talking to this guy. We're going to be friends, if, whether he likes it or not. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I stalked that mother, you know. Like, I think I walked up to him at that same event. I, like, fingered him. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. That sounds about right. I was, like, I was like, are you the guy? And he's like, I'm the fucking guy. And he, like, sort of, like, shrugged and, like, yeah. And I'm like, you, sir, are amazing. And then we hugged, and that was, uh, I was born then. <laughs> you can you cut that part out. No, no, no. Now we're looping that shit. I just I thought that's how you ten hours of. I fingered that guy. <laughs> I fingered that guy. <laughs> I would have that night. I was so happy about that movie. We had so much fun. Oh yeah, it was, it was, it was the three of us there watching that, and because I think I missed like the first day of it, and then the second day I was in like I was out of town or something. I don't remember, but Dude, I got there and you guys are like, we gotta come see this movie. Oh yeah! Really come to this movie. And I'm like, oh yeah, let's do it. And, I, and they had the the sexiest flyer in the lobby. Yep. Uh-huh. No doubt, their poster and their flyers and everything were head and shoulders above anything else that was sitting out there. And I'm not even sure they do that table anymore. But that was really cool. And then afterwards, he was out there just chilling, and there it was born. Neat side note: When this episode airs, we'll be back at that festival together. Yeah, it's true. So there. Mm. Yeah. Um, my favorite moment on the Dracula Killer podcast. Um, and I'm just gonna. I couldn't pinpoint it, so I'm just gonna be like, you know, biased in that all the way back to episode five when we did the Linnea Quigley episode, and we had a good twenty thirty minute interview with Linnea Quigley, and it's different than like when we usually have. Um, you know, celebrities on the show. Um, we it was an actual sit down, face to face conversation with her because she was in town for the weekend to shoot her scenes for Demonica, and you know, and you know, we're typical whores of like maximizing every fucking you know moment. So, you know, we had some downtime and we just sat in my uh, living room, turned on the camera, and just 
talked with her for half an hour. And it was awesome, you know, it was a fun interview and and uh and you know she uh you know shared some candid moments that I you know, I later afterwards I'm like, if you want I can cut that out and she's like, No, I'll leave it all in I'm like, Alright <laughs> You know, I'm making fun of SAG and all that stuff, so <clears throat> So that's probably one of my favorite moments. It just it just it morphs with the whole experience of filming Demonica too, and I just remember that whole first year. We were really into um, at the end of the episodes of like uh, plugs, plugs, and, you know, plugging what we have going on, and it really felt like that whole first year. You know, we try we try to take uh, all of our listeners on the whole Demonica journey with us because that that whole first year went through the the pre production, the production, and the and the post on. On that movie, so, and then three years of I promise it'll come out soon. I <laughs> promise it'll come out soon. <laughs> <clears throat> Notice that movie's out. We don't do plugs anymore. So, <laughs> well, they ruined everything. That's why. That's right. <clears throat> so anyway, wouldn't it be cool if we could hear from Linnea again or something? Yeah, that would be cool. <gasps> Guess what? Another surprise. We have a voice message here from Linnea. Let's give a listen to that. Oh my god, I heard this was like a hundredth show of this awful, awful podcast. I um, I got suckered into doing it. And I tell you, these guys are, I don't know, there's something wrong with them. They're just, um... Weird. They're just really weird. And I know they're filmmakers, and I don't know. I think the police should be called in because there's something very wrong with them. I think they do it from their basement. Um, it's just, just weird guests they have, weird things. I did it, and I just, I had to take a shower afterward to get the, the, just the feeling of doing it off me and the questions they asked. But in all reality, I love these guys. They are great. You must listen to them. A hundredth anniversary is there for you to listen to and enjoy. And I love these guys. They're my all-time favorite. Keep listening. And this is Linnea telling you that. If you don't listen, I'll scream at you really loud. Aw, isn't she sweet? The sweetest. <laughs> I love her. Me too. So that was Linnea Quigley, everybody. Um, sweet. Talking shit about you. It's talking funny. shit as always. <laughs> I did listen to that before we started. It was yeah. pretty good. It's pretty funny. She she wrote me like three times. like, you sure it's okay? You sure it's all right? I'm like, no, it's <laughs> awesome. Loved it. <clears throat> okay, so... um. So we talk about movies on this podcast sometimes, hmm. Hmm. and um, you know, there's many great things about the show. Getting to, you know, hang out, hang out with my friends, even though we're we all live in dif- in different areas, and it's great for that. You know, thank you technology for um, um, thank thank you technology for uh, allowing us to be able to, you know, hang out with makes it possible each other. You know, uh, in this scenario, 
Um, but then also it's great for uh, all the movie talk and you know, as versed as I am in the genre, sometimes I learn a thing or two what? myself. That's right. Did that say what? So that. what I want to know is um, what movies did what movies uh, were you turned on to by Attack of the Killer podcast? Um, whether if it's one that like you've you never saw, and thanks to the show you saw it, and you're kicking yourself for never seeing it before. Like now, one of your favorite movies, or or just something that is just kind of always stand out. I'll go first, break the ice here, because probably the top of that list for me has got to be, and this goes all the way back to the days of Flyboy being on the show. Oh Whoa. shit! You're gonna take mine. All right. Yep, on. I guess. Um, <laughs> and that is the movie Abominable. Abominable. I can't uh, say it, but I love it. Abominable. About a that movie is that movie is way more awesome than it should be. It's like a rare, rare window with Bigfoot and yeah, and Tiffany Shepis and hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the Bigfoot design is was unique and cool and like when he bites that guy's face off, that was awesome. And it's just is it's just one of those movies you'd see it on the shelf and you don't think anything of it and then you know it takes it takes a moment of like your friend telling you how awesome it is um on a podcast and to to make you want to watch it and and I'm very thankful for Flyboy turning me on to that movie very very awesome movie so that's mine that's probably the top of the list and there's been several others um, especially thanks to our year-end episodes where um, we talk about the best of. Um, I, there's probably a ton of movies that I have never would have seen on my own if it wasn't for the fact of having to get up off my ass and <laughs> sit back down on my ass and watch these movies for uh, for the award show. So, um, so uh, Terry, what about you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay, so is this something we've actually enjoyed or ones that we don't enjoy. Oh, do you have First, something on the opposite oh, end no, of the spectrum? I uh, yeah, I do. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> made her watch some, some of the shit. shit you made me watch, Mike? Come on. <laughs> well, I bet you can guess the one that sticks out in my head as being the, <laughs> a bad one. Um, could it possibly mm-hmm. be Don't Look in the Basement? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that might be it. Yeah. Fuck that movie. It sucks so bad. But watch the sequel. Oh my god! But the way, no. but the way he tricked you into it was amazing because the it rest was. of us knew it, and <laughs> you were—he yeah, just set you up, and we're just like, "Is she gonna fall hate for all it? of is you? She gonna, is she really she's gonna, gonna, gonna fucking watch that?" And he's like, "He's Suck. like, oh no, you really need to see." It was so good. I swear there was like two or, two or three. And then after that, he kept trying to do it, and you were like, it, oh, "Yeah, no. I'm not that dumb." I thought there was a, there was another one in the uh, another one before that one that I suckered you into watching. Oh, there have been a lot. Oh, okay. I, I try to block them out. That one is the most recent of the uh, really bad ones, so it sticks out in my head. Um, but if I had to po- uh, had to pick one that uh. <laughs> was, uh... <laughs> what was that? Uh, <laughs> if I had one that I enjoyed. God, there's so I watched so many movies for this podcast. I 
Biology. I really, I work my butt off trying to watch things because I'm a noob compared to you guys. But um, for some reason, the one that really sticks out as one I enjoy was Deathbed, the bed that eats. Oh yes, I love yeah. movie. It was so much. I mean, such cheesy goodness. I, I, I can't help but love that movie. It's so great. Yeah, you're right. I think I'm gonna change my answer. That's a good one. <laughs> It, it was it was a lot of fun for sure. I don't even remember which was it for the turkeys. I think that was for the turkeys episode. Yeah, it was for the this yeah. past Thanksgiving turkeys episode. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was it was a fun one for sure. Hell yeah! I think I think the majority of that movie took up that episode too. It's so we need to do a commentary on that one. Yes, yes. sure, so good. Oh but man, very awesome. We'll go with that. There have been many, but. Those are what stick out in my head. Dustin, what about you? Holy shit, where where do I start? I mean, <laughs> gosh. Um, well, I, before I get to a particular movie, and I still haven't got my hands on any of these, but Mike, you did, and I think for almost an entire year of <laughs> Insane's Picks, the Something Weird videos. Yeah. Um, I mean... Ooh. Everything you mentioned on there was just the most intriguing movie that <laughs> I think I'd ever want to see, and I still have yet to see any of them just because I, I guess I'd have to either rent them somehow online or have to just you know go to the next step and, and purchase them. Some of them might even be on YouTube, but I need to go yeah, back and, and listen to those. But I had an awesome time doing a commentary uh, for Motel Hell which I had not seen at the time. And I kind of <laughs> fell in love with that movie after we watched it and, and went and bought the, the Screen Factory version, uh, bought the Farmer Vincent costume for Halloween. Uh, I mean, that movie is was just really... I, just, I don't know. It's silly, but I had a, lot of, I had a good time uh, with us doing the commentary, and I, had a, I think I had a, a fun first reaction for it, uh, good enough for the show. And, you know, that movie was, you know, a hell of a lot of fun. And, you know, we don't always, you know, sometimes us, the podcaster crew, get together and we watch movies, you know, not just for the show, but just for fun. And uh, a movie that we've watched that's still in my head um, is Day of the Animals. And <laughs> I, yes. I still love that movie. And or and, and uh, Grizzly as well, but probably Day of the Animals uh, a little bit more. But those movies, to me, you know, I would never ever picked up or watched those movies if it weren't for you guys who were introducing them to me. And even if I would have just came across it on the internet, I probably would never have watched it. But uh, I'm thankful that I have because two of the, those two movies, the Day of the Animals and Grizzly, are. Excellent. They're they're high up on my list, and and it was you know we got we all got to watch them together. So, you know that those I mean I have like I said I have several, and I could probably go on all night. I won't, but those are those are the movies that come to mind. You know, right off the bat. Is it safe to assume Hungen is also on that list? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a fun experience. <laughs> what a nightmare jesus christ that movie you should tell that story because that was fun just sitting there watching that movie in the library <laughs> oh there's not much to it they were holding auditions for this film that uh, is still in development and the auditions were pretty sparse uh, 
And so we just ended up turning on the projector in this in this room in the library and just watching this movie attack. It was like called like Attack of the Killer Hungry Hungin or something like that. Trauma yes. distributed it. It is. It's um, a pile of shit. Like, it, <laughs> but it's like it's a gold pile of shit, and it's it's. It is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if you're just fucking around and wanting to laugh, it's on YouTube. You know, Trauma vomited all their catalog on YouTube, so it's definitely on there. Just look up Hungry Hungin, and you'll yeah. find this atrocity. And it'll say Jack Palance. How they can, how they, <laughs> how they got this guy to do this voiceover thing for the beginning. I think it either involves like a drug threat of some sort or like blackmail in some other regard because it's just some unrelated voiceover thing at the beginning and then it goes into just a dude in like a Halloween mask running around the woods throwing sticks at girls and stuff. It's so terrible. <laughs> oh, so bad. It was excellent. I would have and never and ever found excellent. that movie. Jason, how about you? Well... I mean, my taste in movies is so good already that, like, I can't think of anything because I hear you guys talk about your shitty movies that you love, and I'm like, nah, I don't think I could watch that. I've got, I've got one but for you. Well, I know, I, I, for like Terry had said, I, I have one that I, I'm pissed at you guys about making me watch. <laughs> oh, I know which one that is. Rock and Roll Nightmare. Yeah! I fucking hate that movie so much. (laughs) Hate it. It's awesome. But it was traumatizing. It was so bad. To me, and it's not... Okay, it's a bad movie, but it could be a fun bad movie if, if you were in the right place, but I just wasn't. And I was just traumatized. And, and, um... Yeah. It pissed me off to know, and it was mostly because I'm a musician and just the things they were doing, and then the movie itself was mm-hmm. just so awful. But yeah, that's all I can think of. Fucking rock and roll nightmare. Yeah, I thought of another one that uh, was not so pleasant that I watched because of this podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I watched it to see where I would stand, which side of the fence I'd land on, with this uh, this 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 movie called uh, Knock Knock. Okay. Mm-hmm. Classic film. And I think we've talked about this enough lately to, for people to know that John's an idiot. But finally, movie to know. Oh yeah. <laughs> We knew this long ago. <laughs> I'm curious. Have, have Dustin or Justin? Have you watched Knock Knock? No, you guys talked too. about it all the way through, so I already know what happens. Oh. I mean, I don't know. But, but, I, I, I was too busy watching other garbage. Uh, <laughs> We're selective well, about our garbage. Yeah, we all know I'm, it sucks. Oh. I'm I'm just gonna throw that out there as one that I was not very fond of. They're going to teach it in universities for years to come. It's a classic (laughs) film. Not really, but... (laughs) Sure. Sure I think I was just in a really nihilistic mood when I watched the movie, and that's why I like it. Aren't you always in a nihilistic mood? Yeah, apparently I hate everything, Mm -hmm. according to you. It's not everything, just like 95%. Yeah. Eh. I love my cats. 
If it reflects the world at all, he probably doesn't like it. Cats and metal and his wife. Like, that's where he draws line. Yeah. <laughs> and my movie collection. I love that, too. Sims. And Nick Cave. I love Nick Cave. He always wins. <laughs> He's like the most depressing shit you could listen to. <laughs> Only Justin will understand that one. I get it, and I share the love. <laughs> See? He gets it. Now, somebody share the love for Knock Knock with me. God damn it. Knock Knock is fantastic, man. Uh, it made my mom's period start again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's two for two. Two for two. That is now my favorite line ever from anything. <laughs> it's, it's, on a, just wins. it's on a t-shirt wins. somewhere. Yeah. yeah, that needs to be on a t-shirt for sure. It's so good. It started my mom's period again. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's going to happen now, too. Get me one, please. <laughs> uh, it'll be the best. It needs to be, it, it needs to be like, dark red, like, brownish red. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, Mike, stop this, please. What's next? Oh, my God, guys. Seriously? Don't you want to know my favorite movie? Yeah. No. You didn't even ask, you turds. So- <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have one. What? I just wanted to say that. <laughs> you haven't Justin been introduced Stewart. to a movie on this show? I have. While I was on an, an episode, I was looking at pe- – people were flipping out at American Film Market and posting this shit all over social media. And it was a teaser poster for a movie called Sharknado. <laughs> and uh-huh. I had never heard of it, of course, because no one had. And on that, like, I think we were recording, like, we were, yeah, we were recording when I found it, wasn't, weren't we? Maybe. Yes. Guys? Yeah. And I said, I was like, this is fucking amazing. So <laughs> I'm like, I got to be on that. And that was, that's how that whole thing happened. But that happened while I was on the show. So that was a big thing for me. That was, that was, has become much bigger than it should be, but a big thing for me. <laughs> Outside yeah. of that, other like films people have introduced me to. I don't know. I, mean, I think that, especially with Mike and uh, Mike and I being on the show together, we are just such kindred spirits with this stuff. Yeah, and yeah. that's one of the things that was so such a bonding agent for us from the beginning is that you and I could like we were toe to toe on. Have you seen this? Oh my god, yeah. Have you seen this guy though? Oh my god, yeah. And that was our half of our conversation is just us like. <laughs> and I'm like, get a loving. room, guys. <laughs> that's exactly right. And then we go on these road trips to conventions or film festivals or whatever it is. And it's it's the same thing on the road. It's just me and I just riffing about shit that we just both love. And I got to tell you, brother, I got to tell you, it just means the world. And that's been such a precious thing for me Me throughout this whole experience. And and then coming down in our movie nights and all of that. So I, um, I, I can't pinpoint one in specific that anyone has mentioned that I either fell in love with or just despised because I, I really can't think of one. But what I can say is that it's helped me appreciate everything in general more. Sure, yeah, absolutely. And I think, and I think that has a lot to do with Jason. And Jason, your positive outlook on things, your openness to stuff, I think is such a tremendous influence on everyone who listens and on everyone on the show. 
because you have a way of seeing the good in things that other people have a hard time with that. And I think that's a valuable quality. And I and I've always really, really admired that in you and appreciate that appreciated that in you. So as a whole, this show has not necessarily opened up any doors to me that I wasn't already going through regularly, but it has definitely opened me up in general to more film just in general across the spectrum. So that's my sort of if over overall view as a result of this has been impacted pretty big. What I would like to add to that with with you know you know continually to stroke Jason here mm-hmm. that because of that positive outlook that has really helped me a lot out over the years and and being more open minded to to films and stuff like that is to to film other films like remakes and whatnot as well um, and and giving stuff more of a chance and and not you know be so um, just to easily jump at at it or just to easily be uh, overly emotional about about said movie whether i think it sucks or not and it makes me stop and think before i speak about like whether or not i like the movie or not a great case in point would be like where the hatchet franchise went i love the first hatchet movie and the first time i saw the second hatchet movie i fucking hated it (laughs) and then well, I'll get to it. Um, and then when the third Hatchet movie came out, I, I figured it out. And what it was, was like, and now I go back and I can watch Hatchet 2 and Hatchet 3 and enjoy them for what those movies are. And the problem was, and probably the problem that I have with most of the times when I'm like, oh, this fucking sucks, is that is that my expectation. And... and I had an expectation after the first first Hatchet movie, seeing this as a valuable franchise opportunity and being a, a child of the '80s that was all about having cool horror movie franchises and the cool killer, you know, cool killer characters being uh, you know iconic and whatever. And it, the franchise did not go into the direction that I felt it should have went. Now is that fair to that to that movie and that to um, on its own merits? No, not at all. So going back and realizing that the type of movies that Adam Green wanted to make out of this franchise, I can now appreciate them for what they are and enjoy them for what they are. Although I still will never get over um, the whole uh, uh, Tony Todd's death scene in, in Hatchet <laughs> Two. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna get over it because I'm sorry. He, the whole movie, he knows about the legend of, of, you know, of Victor Crowley. He knows all of this information about Victor Crowley. And when the plan, the one plan to be able to stop Victor Crowley doesn't work, and what's he do? He charges Victor Crowley like he's going to be able to stop him? I call bullshit on that. But anyway, regardless. Hey, we all have our just fuck it <laughs> moments, right? Like we I, all guess. I guess. I guess, you know. Anyway, so I can I like those movies now better because I you know can take a step back out of myself and and see those movies for what they are instead of just being you know it should be this way. So thanks, Jason. Hey, yeah, thank you guys. That means a lot. It's it's really easy to be negative these days, and yeah, and just 
Yes, yeah, thanks for keeping us, for saving us from the cesspool that is everyone else on the internet yeah. and not being and in John. that class. I, and John. Because <laughs> apparently I hate everything. We're just not around very much, so, you know, just try to like as much as you can, and it's all here to entertain us, you know, so yeah, why not let yourself day. be entertained and yeah. enjoy it and life while you can. True that. So, so John, is the, did you get to go? Is there a movie that... Um, that caught your attention thanks to the show? Um, actually, it's it's a more recent movie. Um, some I skipped it last year. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> oh, awesome. And it, it, it wasn't that I... I, I mean, I, I knew of the movie. I wanted to see it. I, I'm well aware of their work. It's just I never got around to seeing it. And then you guys talked about it so much. And it was brought up you know, on the year-end episode. And I'm like, I need to see this movie. Finally watched so it. Couldn't good. stop laughing. I know. Oh my oh god, god, it's so good. There, we're not werewolves. We're we're not werewolves. We're werewolves. <laughs> That's the best the, line. Fun, oh my god! I told my coworker about it. She hasn't even seen the movie, and she finds that the funniest thing ever. <laughs> she wants to see the movie solely based on that line. Yeah. It's just it's such a fun movie. I, I really regret not seeing it earlier. If if I had, it would have been definitely in my, my top five of the year. Oh, it's Just amazing. Those guys. It was my number one. Yeah. I loved it so much. And I totally see why it was your number one. It's oh. such a funny movie. So, it's well so written. Yeah. So the British Just, humor is so, it's so good. So they're, it's so good. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's just so from many New things Zealand? that are so good. Yeah, they're from New Zealand. Well, you know, the British dry humor is all the same humor. <laughs> Pretty much. Mostly. Different. It's a different brand of humor than what we get from from the United States for the most part. What she's saying is it's better? Yes, that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're, all the guys involved just cracked me the hell up. I mean... <sighs> I, yeah, I, I recommend that movie to a lot of people now, having seen it. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, wish I would have seen that movie a lot sooner. But really, I mean, that's that's about the only movie. I mean, most of the stuff we've discussed I've seen or have already been interested in, but that one just kind of skipped my radar. I mean, just I just didn't see it. It was dumb of me. <laughs> All right. Well, cool, guys. Um... Let's play a game. Uh-oh. It's trivia time. Killer podcast trivia. Oh, shit. Trying, to, trying to figure out how to do this. Um, have you had this? Don't call on Terry? No. Nope. Don't call on John. I'm the newbie. So? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll just call on people, I guess. We'll start. Ooh. I'll start with an easy one. Super easy one. Don't say that because then someone gets it wrong. Mike's favorite director. <laughs> uh, Terry. Some... Oh, God. Fuck you. <laughs> what? <laughs> he does always call on you first, Terry. He so I mean, does. Not... I know it. It was Damn Dustin it. for a long time. Ladies first. Yeah. It really was. Ladies. Yeah, yeah ladies. well, so Dustin... Should go for it. No, I'm kidding. Whoa. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay. 
So the show has always tried to have at least a core five members of uh, um, on the team of the crew. Who was the original five crew members of Attack of the Killer podcast? Uh, Mike. Yep. And Jason. Yep. And Flyboy. Yep. And Justin. Yep. And Joe. Very good. See, Wrong. It's easy. Insane Mike. That's uh, right. Ah! Yeah. So, told you that was an easy one. Come easy. on. Oh, and and um, speaking of Flyboy, we also have a message from him. All right. So, before we continue with trivia, let's uh, let's take a listen to what Flyboy has to say about being on Attack of the Killer podcast, or whatever he just wants to say. Hey, what's up, Attack of the Killer podcast? This is the Flyboy, Stephen Tracy. Um... I'm currently uh, off the coast of Belize right now, filming uh, the latest uh, James Bond movie. Um, maybe when I get back to the States, I will come see you guys. But, um, yeah, 100 episodes. That's awesome. Congratulations, guys. Um, I remember one of my uh, favorite moments from the show was when Justin, Insane Mike, Jason, and myself uh, sat in some damn restaurant in... Iowa City or Cedar Rapids and did our big uh, Halloween um, rundown episode um, several years back. That was a lot of fun and being able to talk to Daniel Ferens that night as well, who was the uh, writer of Halloween 6 or The Curse of Michael Myers. But um, yeah, good times. Um, unfortunately, uh, I can't do it anymore. That uh, restraining order that Insane Mike put on me still... Um, Still is in effect, but hopefully when that's up, I can uh, join you guys here and there. So congratulations once again. Love all you, and uh, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Well, that's Flyboy for you. Yeah, it is. (laughs) That's scamp. (laughs) (laughs) That guy I met for five seconds. What a character. (laughs) Okay, so next... Next, uh, next trip. Now, it does get more difficult from here, so that was probably the only easy one. So you're welcome, Terry. Even though you cursed, even though you cussed me out. Alright, so, Dustin, what was the yes. very, what was the very first commentary episode we did? Bonus point, name, or what's the number of the episode? <laughs> Jesus oh, Shit. Okay, let me think about commentaries that we've done. Um, man, the very first, I almost want to say Dead Heat, but I know that's not right because <laughs> we didn't, we recorded, we watched that whole movie and had a hell of a time watching it. We did We're not, not supposed to mention it. That's it behind the curtain. Probably the best one we ever did. Stop it. Uh, but I want to say, uh, what was the first one? What the fuck was I, it? I remember, uh. First like, time. trying to line up the movie, and, like, we were figuring out how to do it, and, and uh, oh, my God, it's it's there. Do I have a time limit? Because, <laughs> are you going to give me, like, awesome. a hint? Man. I feel like so, I remember the one that we suggested first. Awesome theme song. It does have an awesome theme song. Your head. Oh. So, Terry, you know it. I do. She cheated. Okay, you, I'll give you... <laughs> I'll give you a super-duper hint. 
Um, it got brought up when we were talking about Killer, New- Killer News earlier. <laughs> that was so long ago. <laughs> killer. Man, I just don't know. Yeah, uh, it, if I, killer. Did, uh, it's killer. Oh, was it? Was it Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Yes, it was Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember. You know, you know what's funny? We had to like stop that episode like six times. I haven't. I don't think I've ever watched it's much the like movie this with episode. our commentary with it. Um, because it probably it doesn't okay? work. Yeah, it probably doesn't work. Yeah, that's right. We did have a lot of issues with that episode. Where that was our first one. Yeah, that was our first one. Yeah. And now we're very good at it. That's right. We're pros. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no trouble since. Do you could can you give a get <laughs> can you give a guess at the episode number? Um, I'm gonna say twenty five. Oh, only ten off. Thirty five. <laughs> Okay. Well, out of a hundred, that's not bad. Uh, You're yeah. in the you were in the general bar, ballpark, you know. Okay. <clears throat> so speaking of commentaries, John, how many commentary episodes have we done? Oh God, um, half of season three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, we've done we went through a spell there. Yeah. I'm gonna say fifteen. Ooh, that's pretty darn close. Anybody else want to give a guess? Price is right rules. Ten. <laughs> Thirteen. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Jason. No, I don't. You hate that guy who always does that. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm sure. You're like, fuck you, guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you win half guys. the time. Since we're doing prices right rules, Terry is the closest with thir- with thirteen. It's actually fourteen. Uh-huh. So you were really close there, John. You were one off. That's it. Fuck this. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Once we learned how easy it was to do them, we like did a lot of them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's um. Seriously, season three or whatever. There was. Fuck ton of them in a row. Let me find it. Um, <laughs> yeah, episode. Oh Jesus, episode, episode six. Jesus. Episode no, sixty five. Episode sixty five. Return of Living Dead. Episode sixty six. Dead Alive. Um, and then episode sixty seven was the best of twenty fourteen. Yeah, there were several that we we did Just like two, in two a at a time. We would release them like that. <laughs> And then episode 68 was the 2014 awards. And then episode 69, right back to commentaries with Night of the Comet. <laughs> episode 70, My Bloody Valentine commentary. So yeah, well, we, we took that one off, okay? <clears throat> I think, yeah, it was just a matter of, we were having some really big scheduling issues at the time. And, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Still pulled out a show, though. Yep, exactly. exactly. We did it! I did it. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> Okay, so let's see, Jason. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm ready. What was the name? Do it of Justin Beam's segment. Which one? Is that the trick? Oh, there was more than one, wasn't there? Uh-huh. Was uh huh. Was it for your consideration? Was the, the uh, latest, probably the longest lasting? The longest one. lasting one. What was the other one? Do you remember? Uh, it was about uh, score. 
That's about oh, yeah. Settle yeah, the score. No. Uh, I'll I'll give you a hint. I don't know it either. So. <laughs> um, give me. I can look. Because you still got the music for that, right? Yeah, and if you sign up on Patreon, you get the right amount pledge per what? month. You can get all the MP3s of all the music that's been on the show. Oh shit. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, that was the one I had written down was for your consideration. Yeah, what was the name of the score one? I love that one. I can't um, remember. My favorite is when you would lay the score, parts of the score, um, behind him talking. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Masterful. Yeah, I think that's that's what what you did because I didn't make a segment. Yeah, there isn't song music. for that. Oh, there wasn't a song. Oh, was, you know. Oh, okay. Was there also a third one he did for one episode? <laughs> Maybe called "What's yeah. New in Horror." <laughs> yeah, I remember it, that was too. what. What's what new? Was in, it? What's new in horror was we tried we tried making him do in the early days. Uh huh. Um, that was like the first, first. But we would we would record so far in advance, like the news was always old by the yeah. time the episode came out. So we dropped it. We dropped that one right away. You remember that, Justin? I, I don't remember that, no. <laughs> I remember the other two, and the score thing was always fun. It was... Because yeah. yeah. I'm so into that. Yeah, you, you showed us that fucking version of Halloween's theme that just, to oh. this day, rocks my fucking socks off. H2O score, yeah. Yeah. I need to get this. Yeah. Yeah. I love that song. Anyway. And I remember being—I remember being one time in the courtyard at my friend's apartment building in Hollywood, and I, and I was just gushing about the score for Dracula 3D, which I still love. <laughs> yeah, it's—I think it's one of Claudia's best scores. I, I still do. But I remember that I brought that up, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" But I—but it was so unusual because I was on my phone for that episode because I was driving half the time, I think. Yeah. And then I got there, and I was just wandering around, like doing circles around the courtyard and doing that segment. I really remember that one very clearly. But I did enjoy that segment a lot. Yeah, yeah, that was it was a good segment. And in my segment. Um... In Saints Picks, that wasn't my first segment either. I remember, remember what I used to do. I don't remember the name of it. I don't even think it had a theme. Oh, whatever. I don't remember what a, what if it had a name or anything. But I used to I used to read snippets of articles from Fang, from old Fangorias. Oh yeah, I remember that. And then I I think I only lasted like a couple episodes because I learned reading is hard. So I stopped doing <laughs> it didn't that. Go so well. No, I did not. <clears throat> Okay, Justin, you're up for a question. Bring it. This is a toughie. What was Joe? What was Joe's Joe Zerl's last episode? Oh, fuck if I care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you bring it. You throw that at me? No, I don't care. I really don't care. Anybody else want to take a stab at it? But the, the one where he drove out by the, a tower somewhere. Exactly. Remember when he drove out and sat oh, in his car right. under a fucking cell tower? <laughs> yeah, he, he was so upset. Remember. He was so frustrated. What was yeah, the topic that. of that one? Which one was it? That was part two of our George Romero retrospect, uh, where we went through oh, all the George so Romero cool. movies. And episode <laughs> number thirty-one. Um, I think that just frustrated him to the point where he left. I think that yeah. was the final straw. Yeah, because he wasn't officially done. Um, it was interesting because, like, going back and doing research, 
uh, there was a few episodes after that where just like, yeah, and unfortunately Joe's not here, and then Justin would say something to belittle him about not showing up. And then, like, and then eventually a few episodes down the road after that, if you look on the, uh, on the website, you know, how it always has everybody's, everybody that's on the show has their contact information. Um, and Joe's just stopped being there, and we stopped talking about Joe. <laughs> it's like he died. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Joe. <laughs> Joe, if you're listening, we really do love you. <laughs> He's not listening. He doesn't listen. He doesn't have anything. He got better things to do, like nothing. <laughs> like talk like like pedal copies of cadaver on the sidewalk, you know, down in downtown Quad Cities and like Moline. So depressing. He trades them for math. I know him. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> this question's up for grabs. Um, we already mentioned there was what? <laughs> I guess. Okay, there were three episodes where the entire crew was actually in the same room together. One of those we already mentioned is being part two of the Halloween retrospective, where we recorded the episode in um, in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. What were the other two I episodes? I know one. Argento. Evil Dead. Argento. Evil Dead and uh, VHS, or not VHS, but um, v- uh, video stores at yep. the library. And, yeah. Yep, that's right. Evil Dead and video store. Well, the Argento one we had Derek on, and but so he was. I didn't count that one because he wasn't in the room with us. But it was. Oh unique. yeah, I was there with you guys. So it was but the three of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Okay, okay, yeah. So yeah, the two that we actually had everybody together. Nobody was on their phone or skyping in or whatever. That was episode number twenty-two about video stores, which we did at the public library in Iowa City. That's a good episode. I like that episode. Yeah, That's a good I agree. One. And that was the first episode where a lot of you guys realized that I had notes. <laughs> you guys are making fun of me for having notes. Mike, notes, what? <laughs> and that also was also the first episode that you um, talked about your Bigfoot book, because I remember flipping through that at the yeah. library. Oh, yeah. That kick-ass yeah. Bigfoot book about every Bigfoot movie. Of all things. Okay, so the last one was episode 23. Why the fuck haven't we done something together since then? I know, we don't right? live very close We've together been... anymore. Oh, wait. <laughs> I don't like I've, traveling. I've never done one of those. I don't want to do one. Wine, wine. I mean, yeah. I mean, even the evil... Even both of those episodes even had Joe show up for those. So. Yeah. yeah! What yeah. the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Joe. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> so yeah, so obviously everybody out there listening, it's very rare that we can all get together to record in the same room. Three times. We'll we'll try to make an effort. Let's do it. We'll, we'll try to do one this year. I I say we just we just at Crypticon this year we just uh, yes in the hotel room record an episode. That thing. Yes. Yeah. I'll be there. We're playing the killer trivia. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was fun last year all right um (laughs) here's a cool question um what episode and you know either number or you can name the episode um did i start actually doing intros before the opening theme six no much later than that 45 17 
episode episode 20. Oh, you're really close. Episode 21. Whoa. Wow, it took that long. Yeah, it's the comedy horror episode, which we had a special guest. Oh. Um, And can anybody say, uh, guess what's uh, also significant about that episode? And Rolf. Rolf or Rolf Kavinsky. Ralph? (laughs) Yeah. And the first half an hour, first hour of the show, me saying Rolf's name wrong. So, yeah. Until he oh, it's brutal! I heard it again the other day, and it's oh, is man, brutal. Seriously, the first five minutes, he says it twenty times wrong. <laughs> I yep. swear to God, in you my head, I thought I was with... saying it right. Oh Just no, like, you were oh, hello. confidently this is the, saying it. Nothing out there, director. Yep, that was Not so great. So why don't you introduce yourself, and then you would have known from then on. But anyway, it was brutal, and it's it was hard to hear again. Oh. Yeah, I cannot listen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> so depressing. You love that guy so much, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ralph. It's not, it's not Ralph. Rolf. Last question. How many times have we done a guilty, Guilty's Pleasure episode? <laughs> and called Three. It? Three. Three. Four. Very Four. good. Three is correct. Three and a half. We always called it guilty pleasures, or we tried naming it other things. No, they're they're um, okay. It's it's interesting. I think we tried, and they were like, "No, that's guilty pleasures." Well, they're even they're even labeled as uh, uh, guilty pleasures one, two, and three, but they're really spread out. And you can, if you wanted to get technical, you could say four because we're turning the uh, the November Thanksgiving episode into the turkeys. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's why I was like, mm, that might that might be four. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's hear from another person from Attack of the Killer podcasts past. Um, kind of our brother in arms, uh, fellow podcaster from Land of the Creeps, uh, Greg Amortis, who's been on the show a few Aww. times, has also phoned in. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's take a listen to that. Attack of the Killer podcast. Greg Amortis here, host of Land of the Creeps. Congratulations on 100 episodes. Holy crap. Cannot believe it, guys. You guys rock. I can say honestly, man, from podcasting history that I had so many great moments. Uh, the few episodes that I was on with you guys, man, the words of wisdom from Greg Amortis that None other than Insane Mike came up with such great times. Man, I love you guys. Congratulations once again from Land of the Creeps, from all the listeners. We love you and thank you and just keep doing what you're doing. You guys are knocking it out of the park. So Greg Amortis from Land of the Creeps signing out. Check us out on the flip side. Peace. (laughs) Thanks, Greg. That was awesome. 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 So, I forgot the. I was going to do that as a trivia question too. Can anybody name the the uh, website that Attack of the Killer podcast originally appeared on? Horror Palace. Very good, oh. Horror Palace. I'm telling you, I was a I was a fan. I was a fan. <laughs> I listened to the show. Yeah, and and you know, in a way, I kind of miss Horror Palace because I used to listen to everything on that channel. Yeah, yeah. Um, podcasts yeah. on. Yeah. So, and any more. Um, a lot of those guys have gone on to do other things or whatever, but you know, us and Land of the Creeps and Terror Troop are 
are the three podcasts that are still going strong. Um, and speaking of Terror Troop, one of the members of that podcast has been on our show before, uh, Willis Wheeler. And so he left a message as well. So let's hear, let's, uh, let's, let's hear from old Willis. Hey guys, this is Willis here, and congratulations on your podcast being out for so long. Great group of guys and girls, and all I got to say is one thing. No more white horses, please. Bye. Thanks, Willis. That's oh, thanks, awesome. Thanks, Willis. I tried to do his voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, tons... Tons of great surprises here on this episode. Our hundredth episode of Attack of the Killer podcast. I think it's time now that uh, another great surprise, and I think I think she's been on waiting for quite a while now. Milani, is are you still there? Is Milani yeah. there? Yeah. Milani's with us. Hey. Hey, Milani. What? You've been on several episodes. Several. Yeah, man. Do you have a favorite moment? Well, she's plugging in her headphones. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. We're doing this live, folks. We're doing it live. <laughs> Sorry, I lost my I lost my headphone jack. No problem. Okay, what was your question? Um, do you have a favorite moment? Since you've been on so many episodes. Yeah. It's true. Uh Well, I shouldn't mention it. It's it's a behind the curtain episode. Ooh. But it was one of my, it was one I was pretty um, vocal in, I think. And it was a dystopian episode that oh, never made it. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sorry, me. I was sick. That's uh, right. And me and Joe had quite com- like a lot of conversations, and uh, and then it actually didn't get recorded. So it was really, it was just me talking a lot about Aeon Flux and oh. how much I liked it. <laughs> we should revisit that episode. I, I mean, yeah. The topic, yeah. 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 The topic. Yeah. yeah, for sure, we should. Um, um, but, but I was also going to say that uh, AOTKP uh, kind of inspired some songwriting in me. So, oh, like, yeah. I love was definitely inspired by you guys. Oh, world famous. Which I love that award song. winning. And yes. then you guys made the music video, so. Great. Hey, I love that video. Because <laughs> you and made it. And then Justin got it at the Chinese theater, which is crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. That was cool. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. And yeah. I, I also understand that uh, you got a musical surprise for us right now, right? Yeah, I like wrote this song five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> and so it's for your hundred episodes. Yay! Oh, I might be out of tune. Hold on, give me a second here. And another thing about things is thingy. Good, good, good segue. Good. Y'all know how to banter. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't have a. This is hundred shows. We'll call it that. That's <laughs> the name of it. 
Okay, here we go. 100 is a big number or so. I've heard. But nothing could have stopped the AOTKP crew, that is. And 100 more is where. Oops. <laughs> and 100 more is where they ought to go. At least I think so. For every listener has their favorite show. 100. Oh, I, f I totally forgot. You guys are supposed to sing along with me. Oh. <laughs> um, th this part, so it goes, uh, I'll sing 100, and then you guys just say shows. Okay. This is pretty easy, right? Right. I hope. Okay, here we go. One hundred shows. One hundred shows. With jokes and ghouls and murders and fools and everything in between. One hundred shows. One hundred shows. We hope you like the first one hundred. Let's do it all again. I said one hundred shows. One hundred. Shows. With jokes and ghouls and murders and fools and everything in between. 100 shows. 100 shows. We hope you like the first 100. Let's do it all again. <laughs> yeah, good. That was awesome. <laughs> John was my favorite. Yeah. Yes. He was totally in key. Yeah. It was very uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So I mentioned before, you know, we do a lot of commentary tracks. Um, who's got a favorite? Anybody got a favorite commentary track? I already said mine, which was Motel Hell, I think. Yeah. Although, uh, Neon Maniacs was really fun. That's a personal favorite for me, but I kind of have a love-hate for it, because I love that movie so much that I feel like I could have done a much better job. Aww. But, but yeah, that would be my favorite. my least favorite commentary track. Oh, which one's that? Hmm. It's a, it's, a, it's a Dead Alive slash Brain Dead. Yeah. Because we had different versions going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we, co we covered it pretty well, apparently, from what I'm told, but... Yeah. <laughs> From what I've been told. <laughs> I didn't listen to it. <laughs> Some people may have had the R-rated version. Other people may have had the unrated version. Yeah. Uh -huh. Let's just say it changed the way we did commentaries. A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. And and I, um, I'm sad to say that one of my favorites may have been the Dead Heat commentary track, which, as we mentioned earlier... Did not actually come into existence because it was a lost recording. Sad panda. That's okay. That was a really good one, though. We should we should redo that sometime. Right now, our commentary fans are like, "What the fuck? Come on!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. I may change my answer. So I uh -oh. think I think yeah. our maximum overdrive commentary was, was solid. That was really awesome. Uh, 
probably one of the funniest Emilio! ones. Emilio! <laughs> That's right. That's right. She's quoting her own. That's the whole chair. That was the whole, the show. whole thing. Every time he came on screen, Emilio! Emilio! <laughs> oh, God. That's awesome. Cool. All right. Well, um,. Another member uh, of the show that unfortunately isn't uh, doesn't get to be on anymore also phoned in and left us a message. John Sullivan left, uh, left us a message about his time on Attack of the Killer podcast. So let's take a listen. Hey everybody, John Sullivan here, and I just wanted to say congratulations on your 100th episode. That is awesome. You know, I've been trying to think of a memorable moment on the show, and while every episode has been great. The one I always remember is when Bob the Ghost was giving us technical difficulties. That episode always comes to mind. But my favorite thing about Attack of the Killer podcast is, and always will be, my fellow podcast friends. You made me a part of your show, and it has been an absolute honor recording with everyone. And for that, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you. So congratulations on 100 episodes, guys, and here's to 100 more. Awesome. Thanks, John. Miss you, buddy. We do miss you. Someday. Someday he'll be back. And better than ever. That's right. <laughs> um, and, you know, we've had a lot of our fellow filmmaking friends um, as guests on the show from, you know, from time to time, including a um, buddy of ours uh, who made a film called Dead Weight. Oh yeah. I uh, can't remember what episode he was on though. John Potter. Was early. Yeah. What's that? It was guilty pleasures because uh, I talked about how I liked Cursed, and he's like, "Yeah, that movie sucks." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. calling me out. <laughs> yeah. But him and Joe talked That's about Kurt day. Russell for three hours, so <laughs> that's how I remember. But I, but John's awesome. He makes good movies, and yeah. yep. He runs a yeah. really cool film festival in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I know his buddy. Yeah. Didn't sure. did he is he the one that did that short film Pity? Was that yep. him as well? Yep. That was pretty cool too. I liked that. Yeah. So let's uh let's give a listen to John uh, John's message here real quick. Congrats on the one hundredth episode, Attack of the Killer Podcast. This is John Pata the co-director and writer of Dead Weight, as well as the director of Pity. Just calling to say congrats. Thanks for having me on the show. You know, it's a good time because it's basically my living room on a podcast. Just a bunch of dudes sitting around talking about movies and shit. Very, very familiar format. It's basically my entire life summed up into one podcast. That might not be true, but kind of true. And I can also just say that it pleases me very much that Jason has finally gotten some sense and watched Big Trouble in Little China. Who in the fuck makes it to their adult years without seeing Big Trouble in Little China? I don't get it. Regardless, Jason, you're there. Thank you. Congrats to you all. You guys rule. Thanks for everything you do. Goodbye. All right, gang. Uh, I think this should start wrapping it up for for our 100th episode. Um, anybody have anything they want to bring up or any final thoughts or any other... Fond memories from the show. Anybody? Dustin? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, 
No, that uh, it's it's been, you know, I haven't been here for all of the 100 episodes, but I've been here for a lot of them. And I know I haven't been here a lot lately, but uh, it's been a lot of fun when I am on. And, uh, you know, you guys are like family and it's just a good time to come on here and talk about, you know, some of my favorite movies and some of my most hated movies. And I know we all don't always agree on, on certain movies and and. and in certain aspects, but you know, we 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 all have in common that we that we love horror, and you know, we'll love it until the day that we die, and and we'll talk about it until the day we die, and you know, we'll always have this show, and we'll always have a hundred episodes, and like I said, hopefully we can have a hundred more. That's the plan, man. That's the plan. John, what about you? Any final thoughts? I've just had a blast being on the show i mean you guys have uh welcomed me with open arms and yeah it's just been a lot of fun being on here even though i might go on rants about uh the walking dead and why it sucks but you know <laughs> cool yeah, that's that's for another time all right terry oh it's been fun i mean if nothing else you guys have opened me up to a lot of new horror experiences it's it's been a fun time for sure awesome justin uh, i mean sort of echo what everyone else has been saying that it's been an honor to be on with you guys as often as i have been and i'm i those early days especially when we were all together pushing through with this thing are really special and precious to me so thank you for having me be a part of it and thank you to everyone who's continuing the tradition and keeping it rolling i mean 100 is a is a benchmark that's huge for anything let alone a, a production of any kind so huge kudos to everyone cool jason um i just had a couple other points sort of and then i'll get to that one one of the other um, I think um, huge moments on the show for me was, um, well, and, and we kind of touched on it in the last few episodes, or especially last episode, talking about Ghostbusters, but um, we all definitely went through a, uh, a uh, hard time when they started remaking all our films that we grew up and loved, and and... I just I thought it was just a a point of note that really changed the outlook on a lot of things for all of us was the time when Justin was just like he just we, like Dustin was saying we, we were freaking out we were all having hard times on movies and things and and this this point gets resonated to this day and always will that you'll always have that movie no matter how many times they remake it, no matter what they do to it, and whether you like it or not, you know, we'll, we'll always have that movie, so they can never take that away from us and our memories, and that's all this show is, it's just us spewing our memories anyway, and the things we love, but anyway, that was a pivotal moment on the show, I think, and for my life and our lives, and in horror, and and the thing that we do here, you know, it maybe it kept us from going down a dark path <laughs> on the show, but I think it was very pivotal. And can't thank you enough for 
changing the way I look at stuff. Yeah. So I appreciate that, sir. Wow, thank you. I mean, I, I... it's important. That view is important. Yep. Thank you. So um, the other thing is more funny, but like to this day, 100 episodes later, we still don't know if people listen to the segments. <laughs> right? All we've ever asked, well, we don't ask enough, but we shouldn't. But it's like, I remember just we've over the 100 episodes, we're like, does anybody listen to the segments? And I don't think there's been one comment in 100 episodes that has ever led me to think that they even listen to these segments, no, let alone think- have have what they think of the segments. Yes, they listen to, sh- sh- well, they don't. I mean, shout-outs has become a thing because we post it on Facebook, and they comment on Facebook, okay, but, like, do they listen to the segments? I feel like when I when do I they? first started and I started doing, like, my segment, like, there were a few things, like, people were commenting on, I'm like, oh, they actually listened to all the way to the end of the episode, like, that's oh. awesome. I don't, I don't know if that continued to happen, but... Maybe I feel like has. there were at least a couple episodes. I just know it feels did. like it. You know, we yeah. <laughs> ramble yeah. on and on for five fucking hours at a time. <laughs> and we're like, okay, now let's get to the important stuff, the plugs. Yeah. Here at the very yeah. fucking end of this, like anyone's still awake. <laughs> now let's promote our show. Anyway, but uh, I'm still not sure. Anyway, I, 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 you know, not that anyone's still listening now. But... <laughs> I, no, I, I'm not. I love the segments portion because, well, I mean, the whole show, everyone blabs and blabs, and you get to see their personality through and through. But I like the segments because it's just that much more personal for each yeah. person to get to share a real personal thought with everyone, whether anyone's listening or not. But I like those moments a lot because it, yeah, it's what, and- it's what ties the room together. And speaking of segments, since we did say that it was going to be announced on the right. 100th episode. Right, segue. So, so uh, the people that actually have paid attention or uh, commented um, on what I should name my segment, we have a winner, and he's going to get a hug. And if he's not listening, it's going to be a surprise hug. <laughs> the best kind. The be- <laughs> nothing but the best for this guy. My friend Nathan suggested at the altar of Stalter, and that is now the name <laughs> of my st- segment. Woo! So he's gonna get a hug or a surprise hug or a butt slap. I don't really, you know, whatever reach he wants. Around. Reach around. It's all the same. It's all the same. Yeah, he's gonna get a reach around for sure. But yep, at the <laughs> altar of Stalter is uh, the name of my segment. It's good. Nice. It is. Good. It is. It's really it's, good. It's good. Yep. It's good. Good. It's good. I was kind of impartial to from John's butt to your ears, but well, that's because you—that's <laughs> what you suggested. <laughs> you just wanted to hear it out loud, and that was—that was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all she wanted. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. But so there we go. That's the name of my segment. Finally, after almost being on for a year. Awesome. And then, lastly, my last point. Lastly, is that. Why I love this show so much is that it makes the world seem smaller. Because we all probably grew up in small towns. And I lived a lot of my life thinking I was the only one like me. And getting to hang out with you guys and everyone has been on the show, it's, it's made it seem a lot smaller. So 
uh, horror fans to the end, right? That's right. That's right. Awesome. Is Nalani still there? Does she want to add anything to the end here? She, she, she stepped out. Oh, she stepped out. All right. I'll say my piece, and then uh, and we'll start wrapping it up. But, <clears throat> well, and I just want to thank all you guys. You know, everybody who's ever been a part of the show, everybody out there listening, you guys that are on here right now. You know, and this this night, you know, you know, it's our hundredth episode, and it's been a very um, trying episode because we've had a lot of technical difficulties. We're all up. I'm not even sure that it's. Don't anyway, I'll shut up. We're all up way past our bedtimes, and uh, but yet, you know, getting to talk about the show and what the show has mean to uh, meant to us and and um our favorite memories of the show and all that um this you know we're just right back at it uh you know having a having a blast having these conversations so definitely it means a lot to me that uh you guys help um make this thing real make this podcast alive you know just over the years I just I come up with harebrained ideas of like, hey, let's do this, and it always amazes me, you know, that uh, you know you guys um, allow my um, my nonsense ideas. to become real. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank each and every one of you for for that and keeping this thing alive and keeping it going. So. And the listeners, I mean, would we? And definitely I mean, we the probably listeners, would still man. Be yeah, I mean, it would, on, but yeah, we probably still makes it so much. Better, but like, right? yeah, it feels a little justified knowing that people actually out there are listening and and care. So thanks, everybody. Um, with that said, we're gonna take we're gonna listen to a few more um, voicemails that were left um, from from uh, other people, from, you know, previous you know people who listen. Um, other other people who've been on the show before so we'll take a listen to that and uh and we'll be right back hello everyone this is jill six gavargazion filmmaker and uh, host of slaughter movie house in kansas city and my favorite memory of attack of the killer podcast would be that back a couple years ago when i was on the show i believe that we talked for over four hours and I believe they just make everyone feel like they're friends, even though I actually consider them my friends. Uh, congratulations on your 100th episode. That's an amazing accomplishment, and I hope to see you guys soon. Hey, gang. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Uh, I'm Derek Botello, and I was a guest quite a while back uh, on an episode with Justin Beam, and I was there to talk to Dario Argento and my book, The Argento Syndrome. So I just wanted to say congratulations again, and these guys are all great, and the girls. Um, so yeah, I just, I've always liked the show because I like everybody on it, and Justin's a friend of mine, and everybody else is very welcoming, and um, it's just nice to see people sharing what they love and telling us why they love it, and uh, I wish you guys the best of luck, and here's to 100 more, at least. So keep thinking up those topics, Mike, and uh Keep mispronouncing and misspelling everybody's names. It's really entertaining. So I'll uh, listen to you guys soon and talk to you sooner. Bye. 
Hey guys, uh, this is Eric Lures. Uh, I'm just calling because I want to congratulate you all on the 100th episode of Attack of the Killer podcast. Um, it's been a big fan for a long time. I think you guys used to be on the Horror Palace back in the day. I don't know if that was 2013 or 2012, whenever that was, um, if I'm correct. Um, and it's been great to see the show grow and to Insane Mike and Jason and, and Dustin and um, Justin Beam and all the special guests you've had with um, Nelani and everyone else. Um, it's, just, it's just been great to uh, to listen to the show and follow. Uh, I was lucky enough to be invited on as a guest for an episode um, back, I can't believe this, but this was episode 39, uh, Creatures from Outer Space, where we talked about Critters and The Blob and all these other uh, great films. Um, and that was back in 2013, so it was crazy. Um, anyway, uh, I'm glad I was able to participate in an episode. And again, it's really amazing that you guys have hit 100 episodes. And here's to another 100 or another 1,000 or what have you. Um, if you. If that seems like too much, maybe you stop at 500. I don't know. Um, but congrats on the success that you guys have had so far, and uh, only more to come. So have a great one. Hello, Attack of the Killer podcasters. This is Jill Bacon Eyes Emmert. Congratulations on 100 episodes, and thank you for allowing me to be a part of it. Being able to experience the Evil Dead with you guys and the conversations afterwards is something that I will always remember. There's no other group of people that I know that can have such a lovely and lively and educational conversation about a 90-minute movie for over two hours. It's great. I love it. Congratulations again. I love you and miss you all. Keep up the great work. Bye. 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 Hey, guys. Brian Clark here, just calling in to say congratulations on your 100th episode. Love the show, and here's to 100 more episodes and beyond. Uh, keep up the great work, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey there, attackers. It's your old pal, Sam Hayes, calling. Just wanted to uh, congratulate you on 100 episodes. That's a real monster of an achievement. Uh, I think you guys have definitely earned the title of Killer Podcast because you are a killer fucking podcast. Um, you know, I just got to say, you know, I've been listening since the beginning and, you know, I was always a huge fan and you know, the fact that you sometimes let me on as a guest is uh, a pretty big privilege to, you know, real glad to be a part of the team. And, you know, you got Mike there with his encyclopedic knowledge and, you know, everyone else. And, uh, I don't want to forget anyone, but, yeah, it's just been real, real fascinating to see the, uh, you know, the whole evolu evolution, too, of, you know, the team, you know. Uh, you know, I remember in the early days, it was, you had Justin and Flyboy and all those guys, and kind of missed that crew, um, but no, everyone's been great, and, uh, you know, I gotta say, I've, you know, I was always a horror fan, and, you know, I thought I knew a lot before the show, but, you know, since listening, I've seen so many, so many new horror films that I probably never would have seen before. 
you know, movies like Chopping Mall and Night of the Demons, uh, uh, Neon Maniacs, Basket Case, movies like that. So, I mean, the podcast has just been been really great and uh i'm i'm rambling now so i should probably wrap it up here but uh yeah i guess just to you know real quick share maybe a favorite memory you know i remember i remember when we all went to see the the new evil dead remake at the theater and uh you know right afterwards we recorded that podcast you know that was just it's a really fun time you know we were just all pumped to see a new evil dead you know it had been the first movie in like i don't know 20 some years and, uh, you know, we just had so many questions and, yeah, it was just such a fun, a fun time. But, uh, again, I'm, I'm rambling here, so just wanted to call in and congratulate you. So, uh, keep it up and here's to another hundred episodes. So, uh, cheers. Ciao. Later. Bye. So that wraps it up. Feel the love. Yes. The love of Attack of the Killer podcast. So, um, thanks again, everybody, for the first hundred episodes. Next time we're gonna, you know, next episode is the start of the next hundred. So, That's right. thanks for listening. Thanks for being on, guys, and we'll be talking to you again soon. Bye bye. Oh no! Could this be the end of? <laughs> wow. Attack of the killer.